Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you.
are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's biggest truck supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. show. Thank you for tuning in. I highly appreciate it. Happy Thursday. Great to be back in the studio with all of you. Um, I've, I've been off for a few days. I last was on the show. I last did a show on Tuesday. So it's been like yet yeah, a day, day or two. So it's so good to be back. I'm so enthused. There's so much fucking going on. It's non-fucking-stop. It's story after story after story after story. I mean, it's boom, 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 boom. That's how it's been lately. And all, I mean, the, the media is just going nuts. Um, there is so much to talk about. There is so much on the agenda today. Um, I have a lot to get into. Um, and uh, we will have um, the leader of Bikers for Trump, uh, uh, Stephen Amiri, 
um, on on the show in, within the next hour, uh, which we're very excited to talk to him about and get his insight. Um, and uh, you know, uh, you know that's very exciting. He has a lot to, uh, to share with us, which is very cool. Um, and we have a lot to go over, obviously, with uh, gun control today, folks. Everybody listening, um, you know, President Trump and his um, stance, you know, as of, uh, you know, yesterday and, you know, it's just been a little shifty. He's been, you know, from what it looks like, uh, caving a little bit to the Democrats. You don't want to give them any fucking inches. You don't want to give them those fucking snake Democrats any fucking inches. You don't want, you, it's like, it's like you give them an inch. They want a hundred fucking miles. These Democrats, they want a hundred fucking miles. You give them an inch, you, they want a mile. They want a hundred fucking miles. If you, you can't, I even think. Okay, here's my whole here's my whole theory on this. And I've thought long and hard about this. I, I I study it thoroughly on a daily basis, and I'm and I you know I I read I'm I'm all I'm always on top of the news every second of the day. And, and my theory with this whole gun shit is, you know, just for the principle of the matter, I think Trump should have never brought up, you know, this. what, all, what started this was his first announcement was he was going to ban bump stocks. I mean, sure, you know, you know, bump stocks, you know, maybe they're not necessary for certain things, but there's a lot of people that are re- – responsible and have fun with bump stocks. And as you know, as I talked about on my last show, this whole gun fucking bullshit with schools, you know, it, 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 it hasn't been really been a problem in the, in the past. I mean, there, there's been a few instances where there's been a couple of people that went crazy, but what about the millions in the majority that are responsible with their guns and their bump stocks? I mean, just the guns are not the problem here. It's mental health. It is mental health. And when Trump said he was going to ban bump stocks, that started – that got the Democrats excited right there because you gave them an inch right fucking there. You gave them an inch when you said bump stocks. And, Mr. President, I love you. I think you are the king. I think you are the closest thing to God. I agree with 99% of what you do and what you say, and you're the best president of all time. And everybody, you know, is human. Uh and makes their their errors at some point. But very rarely, Mr. President, have you made errors. Very rarely do you make a mistake. But I really think even bringing up, you know, like I said, what started this whole thing was Trump said he was going to ban bump stocks. And then what happened? This is now it's leading to AR talk. talk. It's leading to semi-automatics talk. I mean, this is what the Democrats, you know, play you guys a clip. Um, it's 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 upsetting to me uh, how the meeting went with Trump and Diane Feinstein uh, yesterday. Um, you know it, it. Fuck! It's like they're they're cozying up to each other. She she's a fucking Diane Feinstein's a fucking demon. She is like you look at her and it's like something from Lord of the Rings. It's like one of those um, battle trolls. They're just the freaky, and she gets oh god, she gets all excited. She's a weird, oh, she's a weirdo, and she oh god, I, I don't understand this at all, because the, and now and now I mean 
this is this has been known for a little bit, but the people of California um, don't want her reelect. Like, there's people that are not giving her the money in California to get, for her reelection. They were that they were in her past reelections. Like, a lot of people do not want Diane Feinstein anymore, and you know she's she's like irrelevant in a lot of ways because I don't think she's going to last much longer in um, in D.C. I think she'll be voted out, but. I just don't know what Trump's doing. Maybe this is just uh, – maybe he's playing with them. Maybe he's baiting them. Maybe it's a fucking trick. Trump's a very smart person. Trump is brilliant. He's as brilliant as they get in this life. So so it's a strong possibility he's fucking with them and playing them to get what he wants. And we all know what Trump wants. He wants the American people's agenda. He wants what's best for our country. So I'm going to play you this clip. Um, give me one second. Bear with me. Actually, the clips are loading, guys. Ah, fuck. The clips are loading. There's, this has rarely ever happened, but there is a slight connection error today, and I apologize. Um, I will have that clip up in literally a minute. Um, but you know, just to continue on, I, I have I have my producer in the back getting working on this, and he's doing it right now. Um, but but going back to this, um, I want to upload. Hold on one second. But yeah, you know, and in this meeting yesterday, there were a whole bunch of other Democrats. Um, you know, uh, Joe Joe Manchin, uh, which President Trump um, wants to use his um his gun plan which is the same his gun his gun plan which is the same fucking thing obama did which was a disaster didn't help anybody so i don't get why trump is and and trump's totally shut down steve scalise uh steve scalise offered a great uh bill uh for gun protection and, and to solve the problem and, and steve scalise as we know is on is on our conservative side steve scalise is uh, class acting as you know genuine as they get, and it's it's one of those things where I I don't understand it I don't understand it because we're if, if, if Trump actually goes through with this and I don't know where his head at was yesterday this is going fucking backwards and 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 I I am somewhat I am a little worried. I'm not that worried, I don't, you know, because I know, like I said, Trump's a brilliant guy. He's a very smart guy. But I'm a little fucking worried of what the fuck's going on. I'm a little fucking worried. Because, you know, I mean, we, we know that, we know that, okay, here, here, I have another theory about this. We know President Trump has pl- knows how to play the media like a fiddle. He's done that many times to make them think something different. Like, he's really good at that. And that's, that's – believe me, the media is very fucking smart. So to outbeat them and to outbid them like Trump has, I mean, he's one of a kind. So maybe, they, maybe this is one of those things where, you know, this is just a media – the media, you know, sort of um, – I don't – I really don't know. Like, it's so weird. I'm playing you the clip right now, though, guys. Uh, one, two. Clip one, two. Case to start with. And I want to just make one more it's case. It's the best we've ever done, too. And I want to make one more case, and we appreciate your support for, for that bill from a different perspective. Um, and, of course, I support that. 
this bill and other things. But the states that have these background checks, uh, they have a 38% uh, lower domestic homicide rate. This is domestic violence. Right. Um, and the, for those cases especially, it makes a major difference. And this number, for you to keep with you, 6,000 women in 10 years were killed uh, by a partner, whether it was a spouse, a boyfriend, 6,000. Uh, that is more than our, we lost the brave troops in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and so just doing something on this background check uh, issue and using that as a base, and then I would like to add some of these other things we've talked about, I think would make a major difference. So if you could add that to this bill, that would be great, Diane. If you could add what you have also, and I think you can, into the bill. Yeah. So Joe, are you ready? Can you do that? Joe, can you do that, Pat? Can you add some of the things? You're not going to agree with me. Yeah, you help. Well, no, I'll help, but can you add what Amy and what Diane have? Can we add them in? And I know you can add what John yeah, has. I have another domestic violence bill that's very narrow, and it's about dating partners, and a number of states have just enacted it this. with Republicans. We're going to get it passed. Yeah. We're going to get it passed. If you can add domestic violence mm -hmm. uh, paragraphs, pages into this bill, I'm all for it. I think it's terrific if you can do it. It can be done. That can be done, too. Yes. So, like, can anybody tell me what the fuck's going on? Like, I think I'm, I'm just as confused as, as anybody else. What the, who, is somebody advising him? I, I, I just don't, I really don't know. Um, I just don't know what to say. And there's, I mean, what, you, you, there's, there's all these talks about assault rifle, assault rifle. Shut the fuck up with that. A rifle a gun is a fucking gun. Let's talk about assault fucking axes. How about let's talk about the woman that took an axe to a, uh, a school today and said she was going to take it and hurt little kids. How about we start calling those assault axes and ban those if you're going to start try and start talking about banning something that's irrelevant. Nobody, it's rarely anybody kills anybody with an AR. And I'm so sick of hearing the fucking AR, the, the assault, assault rifle. Anything can be used for assault, dumb fucks. I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. It's not an assault rifle. It's a gun. It's a right. It's a gun like any other gun. I mean, sure, it has its special features that can do a lot more. But what about the other guns? that you can go up to somebody and shoot somebody with an ordinary gun. Now those, those should be considered assault guns, right? Right? I mean, what the fuck? This is just, and like I said, and this bothers the fuck out of me because I'm pro-Second Amendment. Like I've been saying for so fucking long and for weeks, I've been saying that this is a fucking label. This is just a political uh, uh, um um, a ch like a little ch achievement that the that the Democrats can g get off their checklist. Like they want to label something, they want it as a talking point. They want it as something they can use uh, for political gain and base. They know da they know damn well it is silly, like anything else, to call it a fucking assault. I mean, it's it's stupid. And then you hear all these stupid fucks and all these re ignorant. Oh my God, as ignorant as they get protesters protesting the Second Amendment and protesting all this shit. They've never owned a gun in their life. They've never owned an AR in their life. They don't fucking understand. 
And regardless, like I've said a million fucking times, ban, no matter what you fucking ban, if it, if this ever happens, I, I hope it doesn't. I don't I don't think it will. They start banning fucking guns. If the bad guys are still gonna get them, there's still millions of them on, millions of them on the street. It's just like drugs. There's millions of millions of them on the street, and people can get fucking access to them. So it's all about control for the Democrats. And you know, Trump had this whole you know interaction with Dianne Feinstein yesterday in the Democrats you know in the uh, in the meeting room. But this morning he tweeted uh, Second Amendment. Uh, a pro Second Amendment tweet. So this 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 is where, um, you know, I get I get to the point of thinking that he's fucking with them. This is it, it's a game because you know he, he's like I said earlier he's trying he's trying to play with them and bait them because he's a great negotiator to get what he wants which is to help the American people. I don't believe he's going to follow through, follow through with what he's saying to Dianne Feinstein. I really think this is an entire um, strategy by Trump. He's, Trump's not stupid, like I said before. He's just not. You know what's interesting, though? You know what's really interesting? Breibart came out with a great article today, and they were talking about, if anybody recalls, Donald Trump could be pulling what is called a gun control rope-a-dope, quote-unquote rope-a-dope, which is what Mike Tyson used to do back in the day. I read a little bit. Read a little bit of this to you. As President Trump spent time stacking gun bill upon gun bill Wednesday, it was impossible to avoid thinking he might be setting up setting up the Democrats via a gun control rope a dope. For those too young to remember, the rope a dope was a tactic invented and used by Muhammad Ali. It was a way he made his opponents believe he had no fight left in him, so that they, in return, would punch wildly and wear themselves out. Ali would back up against the ropes, put, it, put up his guard, and let his opponent land blow after blow. The opponent, in return, would grow confident of victory and risk recklessness. The unacquainted, the unacquainted sports fan would watch in disbelief as the great Ali appeared close to going down while the seasoned Ali fan eagerly awaited the moment when Ali would drop the charade and beat his opponent into submission. The moment would come at the height of the opponent's competence, which happened to coincide with the point where the opponent had spent his energy punching in Ali, who really was not that tired after all. Ali would then grin, start punching again, and win the match. A better analogy for what President Trump may be doing to Democrats right now is hard to imagine. After all, he campaigned against expanding background checks, yet he showed interest like I talked about earlier, in Senator Joe Manchin's background check gun controls and asked Manchin to put them forward. Trump also campaigned against an assault weapons ban, like I talked about earlier, uh, from Dianne Feinstein. Uh, 
Um, furthermore, Trump spoke in favor of national campaign trail trusting and convenience. The, to- the totality of all makes Trump look like he's on the ropes and nearly finished fighting for the Second Amendment, but we must ask ourselves, is Trump really done fighting or is he just sucking in the Democrats, letting them grow overconfident in the victory before unleashing a flurry that stops their gun-grabbing plans and its traps? I, you know, uh, Jesus. I want to um, – there was a great clip from uh, Marco uh, Rubio uh, explaining – I mean, he has a good logic on gun on on what we should do. I mean, he agrees that there's really nothing you know that, that you can do. The bad guys are always going to get the guns. You know, uh, you know, Mar- Marco Rubio is very pro Second Amendment. Um, listen to this clip. It's uh, it's about six minutes, but it's uh, he spoke today, and it's uh, it's really good. Uh, clip one four. Check. I actually believe this attack could have and should have been prevented if current law had been fully enforced. This killer was a well-known danger to the school district. He was a well-known danger to the Broward Sheriff's Office. He was a well-known danger to his neighborhood. He was also the subject of two separate and specific warnings to law enforcement agencies, a call to the Broward Sheriff's Office last November, a call to an FBI hotline in January. In essence, We are always telling people, if you see something, say something. People saw something, and people said something. And other people saw it as well over a course of time. And yet, somehow, this deranged and violent individual was able to pass a background check and purchase not one, but 10 separate firearms. And this deranged and violent individual was ultimately able to walk right into a school a few minutes before dismissal and take the lives of 17 innocent Floridians. This tragedy is the result of a massive, multi-systemic failure, a failure involving federal agencies, state agencies, local authorities, who all failed to both identify the threat that he posed and coordinate a response to stop him before he took action. And it is this failure which I hope we will focus on by addressing the shortcomings and vulnerabilities in our current laws and in our current policies. We may still have a debate on the broader issues of regulating gun sales, but irrespective of that debate, we still must and should do this. So today I wanted to come here for a few minutes and announce a comprehensive plan, not a simple bill you just vote on and move on, but a series of measures that I believe could prevent these attacks before they happen and that also helps schools protect their students and their teachers. And I believe these ideas should all enjoy bipartisan support and if passed, could and should help prevent the next potential mass shooting. These are ideas that I outline not just because they work, but because I believe we can get the votes to pass them. 60 votes in the Senate, a majority in the House, and the signature of a president. That's what it takes to turn an idea into a law. And these ideas that I'm about to outline both work and I believe could enjoy that widespread support. One of the things we've learned is that our schools are woefully unprepared to prevent attack before it occurs. Furthermore, during my visit to the site of the attack and my follow-up meeting with teachers at the school, I learned of various changes to school facilities and practices which could have stopped this attack or improved the response. Therefore, I will be joining later today with Senator Orrin Hatch and others in introducing the Stop School Violence Act. If passed, 
This law would provide federal grants to do some important things that would have really been helpful in this case. Strengthen school security, infrastructure of the school. Provide school training for everyone, administrators, teachers, even students, to be able to identify threats and to report them. Something that really would be helpful is the creation of a school threat assessment and crisis intervention teams. There's a successful program in Los Angeles that does this. And that is a team that's a coordination between law enforcement, other state agencies, school districts, and the like, where they're all talking to each other about students and former students that may pose a threat of violence and intervene before they act. A second issue we identified is that even if law enforcement, school administrators, or family members believe that an individual poses the risk of committing an act of violence, they have very few options to prevent them from purchasing any gun or taking the guns away that they already have. Therefore, I intend to present a new law, perhaps in coordination with others that are working on it now, that will lead to the creation of gun violence restraining orders, something that will give law enforcement and close family members the option of obtaining a court order to prevent gun sales or remove guns from individuals who pose a threat. And to be clear, the due process in such a situation would be on the front end, not on the back end. The third issue we uncovered is that federal law appears to discourage school systems from reporting dangerous students to law enforcement. I don't support criminalizing all school conduct or school misconduct, but a student who has threatened violence, who has exhibited violent behavior, needs to be reported to law enforcement. A student that's committed a crime by issuing a threat of death using social media, that is a crime under Florida law. That needs to be reported. But under Broward County school policies, pursuant to something called the Promise Program, reporting a student, a dangerous one, to law enforcement is the sixth step, step six in their plan. Therefore, I intend to propose changes to the Federal Youth Promise Program so that a school district plan under this program does not delay and does not discourage law enforcement from being alerted to dangerous and violent or hazardous behavior. Fourth, we need to strengthen background checks. And that's why I've joined with my colleagues on both sides of the aisle, pushing for the immediate passage of FixNICS, something that will require all federal agencies and incentivize every state to fully report relevant information to the National Background Check Database. Because, data, because a background check is only as good as the information that is on it. And this deranged killer was able to buy guns on 10 separate occasions because he would have passed every and every, any background check because none of the stuff that was known about him was reported to that system. Fifth, we must begin to prosecute the purchase of guns by people prohibited from doing so. Next week, I hope to be joining a bipartisan group head, led by Senators Toomey and Coons in filing the lie and try bill, which will require the FBI to notify states when someone who's not allowed to buy a gun tries to buy a gun and fails the background check so they can be investigated, so they can be prosecuted. In addition, we will be presenting a new law to provide more prosecutors to go after straw purchases, which is where someone goes and buys a gun on behalf of someone else, because that someone else could not pass the background check. Now, there are some additional reforms that I'm open to. The possibility of looking at the age limits on semi-automatic rifles, the notion of looking at what could be done with high-capacity magazines. We'll continue to explore and look at those. These reforms do not enjoy the sort of widespread support in Congress that the other measures I've announced do. 
And in order to successfully pass, these ideas will have to be crafted in a way that actually contribute to greater public safety, but also do not unnecessarily or unfairly infringe on the Second Amendment right of all law-abiding adults to protect themselves and their families, to hunt or to participate in recreational shooting. But ultimately, there are things that we can do that have widespread bipartisan support that we can act on, that we can get past, that will actually make a difference. These are impactful things. And I just urge the Senate and the House, all of my colleagues here, do not hold hostage a piece of legislation that would work and that we all support, because it doesn't have everything you want. Well said, Marco Rubio. Well said. Very well said. Um, yeah, that, that school thing definitely needs to be taken action on and addressed, because if we really look at the issue, it's a mental health issue. It's not definitely not a gun issue. Uh, you know, there's people, um, you know, and, and, and I've said this many times, and I'll say it again. You'll never be able to change evil. Evil will always exist. There will always be evil. Evil acts, evil people, evil scenarios. It's the sad way this life works. Um, but um, it's, you know, it's one of those things that you have to, um, we have to properly prepare for. Jesus Christ. Um, where was I? All righty. I want to play. um, Actually, you know, this is, this is very, this is very, um, let me think, let me think here. I'm looking. All right. So President Trump today put, put a 25% tariff. We have got a caller. Let me take this caller. Hello, you are on the Roy Sauter Show. Roy Sauter, Steve Emery from Prescott, Arizona. How are you, brother? How are you, brother? Good to speak with you, man. Good, to, good, good, good to have you on, man. It's a pleasure. How are you? Hey, glad, glad to be on. Let's go. What's hey, I've um, got a. I've got to I've got to inform you and your listeners here for a minute. I've got my wife on the the link, and she says you've got me listed as a leader at Bikers for Trump. Uh, our leader and our front man is Chris Cox. He's the leader of Bikers for Trump. He's the one that put this movement together. I'm simply a state moderator for Bikers for Trump here in Arizona. I'm really honored to have the position, but I just wanted to clarify that. I am not the leader. Okay. Our leader is Chris. Our leader is Chris Cox. He was just with President Trump just last week in the Oval Office. That is so. That is so cool, man. That is awesome. But uh, you know, leader. You know, the leader. You lead, so you're the leader of Arizona. You run the whole Arizona division. Then I help out. We've got some other. We've got some other moderators here. We've got teams and we got chapters in every state nationwide. Uh, yeah, tens of thousands of members. It's a huge grassroots movement. I love it, man. I love it. And, you know, please please explain, you know, to the listeners, 
how, you know, the Bikers for Trump got started, how it originated, you know, the idea behind it, the philosophy. I mean, I love it. I've been following you guys for a long time. I love I love the, the basis behind it. I think it's fantastic. I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, before President Trump was elected, we've had we've had government shutdowns before, right? And uh, absolutely under the previous under the previous administrations, we had a shutdown. So, four bikers for Trump was organized. Our leader Chris Cox, uh, he actually went to the White House when the the White House shut down. When they couldn't come together, you know how our parties are always bickering and they can't come together. They uh, always yep. get these shutdowns going periodically. Well, Chris Cox went to the White House and started mowing the lawn for free. <laughs> oh, and, wow. Uh, he, was, he, he made the news. Next thing you know, uh, he started getting known by some of the, the congressmen because he was out there every day mowing the lawn. One thing turned into the other. And uh, he started getting with some of his buddies that are – no, really, really uh, blue-collar guys and, uh, you know, some bikers and said, hey, we, we, we've got to do something about this liberal agenda. Now, we're talking about under the Obama administration where things Osama, started really going Barack south. Hussein, Barack Hussein Osama. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we could go the on Muslim. forever about that subject, but. The Muslim, know, hey, the Muslim from like, Kenya. If you're anything like us and bikers for Trump, we're kind of sick of both parties. You know, we're all, we're all yeah. constitutionalists. We want to get back to the founding, the founding fathers' principles, you know, of how this country was originally designed, this republic. Everyone's talking about Absolutely. this democracy. Schools are teaching kids we live in this democracy. It's all, it's all untrue, man. This, our rights it, are endowed by God, I, man. Yeah, you know, we live in a republic and people – Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is not we this is not a fucking democracy. I hate when I hear people say hate we it. live in a democracy. I hate, it. I hate it. Man, it's it's the most disgusting thing to say. that it reminds me of a foreign country and it, it just it, it reminds me of just like a, a Venezuela or, or a country in terrible shape. Like we're not a fucking democracy. Liberal indoctrination, you know, brother. You know what's going on. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I, you know, you know, behind this bikers for Trump thing, how many, how many events do you guys do a year? Like, what's what's the whole um, curriculum? Like, how does it all go down? Right now, I don't got the list, but we show up at some of the bigger events, follow the president around, like when he was campaigning, when he'd go from state to state, we'd show up. What was going on was a, a lot of protesters were showing up, Roy, and. uh what ended up happening was Chris Cox was calling a lot of his uh, higher-ups in different states and saying, hey, there's a lot of uh, protesters showing up at these Trump rallies, and they're starting to get aggressive. So what Chris suggested was, you know, why don't we uh, get a bunch of bikers to these events and make a, just a wall of meat between us and the protesters and the people that they're going to support President Trump they could be behind us, and the protesters could be in front of us. And if they want to get to them, they got to go through us. <laughs> so, I love, uh, I love but it. it was, and that's not that. That's not to be. You know, we're not trying to be. We never. We've never ever, not one time, 
have ever engaged in any type of aggression at all. Not ever once. We've got a crystal clear record, zero aggression. It's a matter of principle, you know, and we want to we want to make sure that people yeah. and patriots that are going out to support our president and his agenda that we want to go out there and make sure they could do so in a safe environment. So we show up at all the big events. Oh, absolutely. I lo- I, lo- I love that, man. I absolutely love that. And you know, it's um how many now how many uh in the whole thing now? Hundreds of thousands of followers tens of thousands of members, chapters in every state. Uh, Like I said, our leader was just with the president last week. He's got his ear. Um, We're doing, we're getting bigger and bigger. The thing's snowballing. Um, So it's, it's really growing, Roy. I mean, it's, it's really growing. And uh, if you ever want to, you know, have any of your listeners, you know, in the, in the area to get involved, they could go to bikersfortrump2020.com or they could check out any state Facebook uh, group. we got Facebook groups in every state. They could uh, put in Bikers for Trump, then the name of the state, and then put official in parentheses, and you'll get your state chapter, and just press the join membership. You don't have to be a, you don't have to be a biker to join. That's the cool thing. Now, our backbone is the bikers. But you don't have to be a biker to join or be a member of our organization. You just got to be a Trump-supporting patriot. We uh, we believe in the Constitution. We want we're behind building the wall. We're against illegal immigration. And we're we're pro veterans, brother. Hey, we're real big with our veterans too. We're always doing uh, runs and uh, stuff for the veterans. So big with the veterans, and we support our law enforcement officers. I do. Yep, absolutely, and that's I love that too. I mean, I, I I do I do certain things for veterans as well. I've done some donations with some of my um, my T-shirts and stuff. I've but I I love I love the fact of helping out veterans. I mean, that's the best cause. They come first. They're the real heroes. And every time I see a veteran, you know, on the street, I always thank them for their service. Um, that's and you know, you know what? You just like me and my family, my wife and my daughter. We do the same thing. Every time we see someone with a service hat on, we stop and go thank them. Absolutely, thank them for their service. You know, absolutely, one hundred percent. And um, you know, it, it's. Um, I was going to say, so the bikers for Trump thing. I always thought it was um, you had to be a biker. No, not at all. Now, like I said, the backbone of our organization is the bikers, but uh, we okay. are strictly 100% patriots. Any American constitution-loving, Trump-supporting, build-a-wall patriot is welcome to join. Right, right. And and where where is the uh, – is Chris the founder from Arizona as well? Because I know it's really big here. No, he's out in D.C. actually. He moves around. He's constantly traveling. But, no, he's not from Arizona. Okay, okay. He's got the office out in D.C. They're doing a lot of work. He's got a lot of congressmen and a lot of uh, political sway, if you will, out there. So he's trying to get uh, our pack going and uh, so we can start presenting some uh, bills to promote some legislation. And uh, that's what we're moving into now. 
it's really cool. Bigger and better things. Dude, that, doing bigger and better things. So. That is awesome. That is so awesome. And it's, you know, it's like a family, man. You know, I, I've been to every Trump rally in Arizona since day one. I've been with Trump since day one. Um, you know, and I knew from day one he was going to win. I, you know, he just, he, you could just feel it. He had that mentality. You could feel he had, it. he had the momentum. Like you could, you just knew. And uh, I went to every single rally in Arizona, and just hanging out with people there. It's like you, it's like family. It's like the the nicest people, the greatest people. I met a lot of friends there. You know, it's great to interact. It's like a big party. I mean. And I've seen I've, a lot of bikers for Trump uh, people have been there, and they're just the most pleasant people. So it was like nice. It, so you know what, Rory? They're the nicest guys you'll ever meet. You know, yeah. sometimes uh, people that are uninformed, they just hear the word biker. We get stereotyped. But I'll tell you what, we're the guys out there. We're helping the vets. We're helping feed the homeless. We were out there on all the hurricanes, whether it was Texas or uh, – the, down there in Florida, we were there helping load trucks uh, to help people get fed, to rehouse people. We're doing all that uh, groundwork, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. And so, like, when you guys, you know, on average, how many uh, miles do you guys, you know, travel at a time, you know, together? Well, like I said, we've got chapters in every state, so we organize locally. That's what that's what wow. the beauty of our organization is. We've got chapters in every state now. So we've actually got leadership in every state. Depending on the situation, it. whether it's a whether it's a Trump rally or whether we're getting behind a candidate for the midterms that are coming up. Yes. We call on those leaders of those chapters in each state and we get the local members together and they take care of it. So actually so I'm cool, man. glad you brought up I'm glad you brought up the midterms because you know who I'm really excited about uh, as the next senator? I want Arpaio so bad. I want Sheriff Joe, I, and I think, I think he'll do it. I think he'll win because I, I think about it this way, and I talked about this on my show before about Arpaio uh, and his strong chance of winning is we, we know that, you know, him and Trump are very close. Roy, you know the loyal six, right? I, I do know that, but I do know he officially announced he's running, and I don't see anybody that could beat him Correct. because he's going he's going to get all of Trump well, supporters to vote. Well, Roy, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, in tune with the polls here in Arizona. We've got a candidate out here named Kelly Ward. Um, I know, and she's really she's really making a a lot of good things happening with with the forgotten men and women. She's out there shaking hands. Um, I'll tell you what, she's married to a, I like her. I like you know, her. I like a, a her. I think she's a military good. Air Force member. Her family's yeah. great. So I don't know. They're, McSally, Martha McSally. Uh, Roy, I love, I love Sheriff Joe. We all do. He's awesome. Uh, but there's a lot of questions going on. And I'm here in Arizona. I'm, just, I'm telling you what the word on the street is. There's a lot of concern yeah. about his age and how he connects with younger voters. Uh, now Kelly's Kelly's awesome. She is 100% behind the Trump agenda. She's behind the yeah. wall, and she really connects with the younger voters. So we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see what happens. 
Yeah, I, um, I I met Kelly Ward. She was at a Trump at one of the Trump rallies. Very sweet lady, and her policies I'm I'm very aware of. She's ve- they're they're very on point. I mean they're they're all the the Trump agenda. I mean she's she's definitely uh, you know has the right mindset for what we need. Um, you know at the same time, uh, I wonder. I, I am very excited about our pile, and I'm curious to see how this will, this will play out because. You got you got him, and then you got Martha McSally, who's a very talented woman, the air, woman from the Air Force. Well, and here's the thing with Martha McSally, who's already on record uh, quoting John McCain as her mentor. She's established. Oh Jesus! Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. God, you can't do it. Can't do it. Hey, she's saying all the right things. She's getting all the publicity. The establishment's behind her. I even think the Arizona Republican Party's behind her, which I got issues with. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, this is me personally speaking to you. Uh, I totally believe she's a rhino. I, be- I believe she's establishment. Oh, of course. I think she's following I think the she footsteps. Too. I think she's following the footsteps of, of Flake and McCain and saying everything she needs to say to get elected, that she's going to do the same damn thing they did. Break all their promises. Yeah, that's my per- yeah. that's my personal feel, Roy. I'm not I don't, a McSally I fan. She, I think she's dirty. I think she's very dirty. I I, I think that um, and and you know she she's definitely a rhino. She's definitely, she's definitely a rhino. But I'll tell you what, she's got a. She's got the establishment behind her. I don't know if you notice how much airtime she's getting, but she's all over the place, Fox News, everywhere. So uh, she's got an upper hand in getting the word out. But Arizonans right now, we're we're sick of rhinos. We're just, we've had it. We've had it. I mean, with the Jeff Flake and the John McCain, king of rhinos, we're, we're sick of being duped. Uh, so we're really looking at uh, Kelly Ward. Uh, a lot of us are, are really strong, diehard Sheriff Joe Pyle supporters. So we'll we'll just have to see what happens. We just gotta hope we're, yeah. we're really leaning towards Kelly Ward or Sheriff Joe, though. And that and that's what yeah. And I'm I'm in, I'm in Arizona as well. And uh, you know I uh, th- those are the two I, I'm really leaning towards. Um, you know, but and it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, who will win that primary? Because they're both very favorable, likable candidates. Award in uh, Arpaio, um, you know. So I, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting for sure. Um, but I definitely well, if, you I strongly, of, if you got a lot of Arizona listeners, let's just make sure we uh, remind them that you know we really need to get out and vote. We really need to get out and vote, regardless of who your candidate is. Uh, I support. I support. You know how this. Whole, whole thing works. Get out and vote. Um, you obviously probably figured out who I'm leaning towards, and but just get out and vote, Arizona. Just get out and vote, please. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's 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 more important than than ever. I mean, the voting the voting in this era in this stage of life, uh, you know, it's it's like a necessity. Like you like you have to, and the people that don't. You know, I get pissed off when I see when I see fuckers 
and, and you can swear on here by all means. I, you know, I, I don't, I do it sometimes in sentences, but you know, um, you know, I see, I see these shitheads sitting on their couches and not voting, but then they bitch about the candidate after the fact, you know, they bitch about their candidate and they didn't even take any part in voting. You know, it's just, I get very upset about that. I also get very upset about, um, you know, people that don't know anything about the candidate they're voting for. Uh, you know, it, it could be various reasons like they could play the identity politics. Like a lot of people voted for Hillary cause she's a woman or people voted for Obama cause he's black. I mean, that sort of shit bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, people don't understand politics, I feel, enough. I'm, uh, I'm well, I know exactly. Like and, Rory, what else is a, is a non-vote? Some people, they think just, just because they don't vote that it doesn't make a difference. But a non-vote is essentially a vote for your opposition. they, they right. got to understand right. that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a loss. It's a, it's a loss. And here I want to. I really, you know what I really want to talk to you about. Are you? Can you hear me? Okay. I can. I can hear you perfect. Okay. We, you and Am I, I wanted in to okay? talk about this. Yeah, you're coming in great. You and I wanted to talk okay. about this gun. This gun. You and I wanted to talk about this gun control. Obviously, we talked. We discussed. You and I had a, a chat earlier about this. You know, and I, I don't know if you've been listening. Have you been listening to the show since it started? I've been talking about. Um, how I, how I, were you listening at all? I was not. I was not. Okay, well, anyway. Oh, go, go ahead. I want to go ahead and touch on that real quick because uh, we, we discussed it earlier. You well, know, here, here's what I said. Uh, here's what I said in the show. Real, real quick, real, real quick. What I said in the show earlier when, it, when it, one of my opening statements was, you know, I I think it was a mistake, President Trump, to ever go near uh, bump stocks. And I'll tell you why. Because that was the first thing he said he was going to get rid of. And the Democrats started clapping a little bit. They started getting excited because that's giving them a little bit of an inch. But here's my, here's my thing. Bump stocks have never been a fucking problem. People use them. It's whatever. You get these rare occurrences with these whack jobs that are mentally unstable and they go off on these sprees. And, and you know what the Democrats, the Democrats just want a checklist to, uh, of a, of a, you know, something they can say they did. They know this makes no sense with gun control. People can get these guns off the street, just like they can get illegal drugs. It's not going to stop the fucking crime. But, but, but here's the thing, going back to the Trump thing, Bump stocks were never an issue. You know, they were an issue with the Las Vegas shooting. This guy was mentally unstable. But this guy could have got guns anywhere. I don't see what, you know, when he started talking, my point is, when President Trump started talking about it, this is now Democrats are now, like, buttering up on him. And some, it looks like he's caving. And now he's talking about um, AR shit. Like, it's just getting... I don't, I don't know what to think at this point. I mean, maybe he's fucking with them and playing with them a little bit and just trying to, you know, get what he wants because, you know, you know like, we, like we know Trump's not stupid. We know he's, you know, the best negotiator. He's great at what he well, does. Well, listen, so. there's, a met, there's, a, there's a method to everything he does. I'm not entirely sure what this method is. I know it's got a lot of my followers really, really upset. 
Yeah. But here, here's my take on uh, here's my take on uh, the whole gun control debate. Yeah. Bump stock bans, increasing the purchasing age from 18 to 21. Uh, any type of limiting or, or, or registering, none of that's going to do a damn thing. It's now, just listen, a violation I, I of up. our rights. And not only is it a violation of our rights, but let's talk reality. Let's talk the black market arms trade in this country. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about oh, yeah. the hundreds, the thousands of, of illegal weapons that are going across our border every week. And that's a fact. You quote me on that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, Oh yeah, these regulations, these ban banning, you know, AR-15s or bump stocks or or increasing the age is not going to do anything to anybody who wants to, whether it's a mass shooting or just murder an individual. Criminals don't follow laws to begin with. Now let me tell you a little something that that's that what I feel personally needs to be done. That's because I'm in the addiction field. I own and operate a substance abuse recovery center here in Prescott. I understand okay, what HIPAA nice. laws are. I understand what HIPAA laws are. Okay? HIPAA laws are designed to protect the records of an individual, combo client, patient, mental health. Say, say you go and get a psychological analysis. Yeah. You know, under HIPAA laws, if you're, if you're in a treatment center, and you, and you get, say you get, you know, diagnosed with ADHD, schizoaffective disorder, uh, schizophrenia with a little bit of bipolar, okay? It goes on a record. Under these HIPAA laws, you go to purchase a gun, those records... They will give it to you. Those documents you. don't show up. You want to yep. fix this whole oh. thing? Fix that. Oh. Because until people's psychological backgrounds are going to start coming up on background check, nothing's going to change, period. There you go. Well, that, that's story. actually a really, I mean, that, that, yeah, I think that would, that solves the problem, but what they're not talking about that enough. They're not bringing that issue to light enough. And they're not they're talking about a gun it on issue. purpose, Lori. They don't want to see I know. This is a political football. You know it. Your listeners know it. Yeah, we all and know what's don't, going they, on. Yeah, Demo- and we all know the Democrats are obstructionists. They they want to make this a gun control issue because they want to have power. They every everybody with a fucking brain and common sense and a, a rational mindset knows this is a mental health issue. It's nothing other than that. Well, let's not forget about the liberal agenda that's become a socialist agenda. Let's not let's not kid any of your listeners. Get into the eight levels of control under rules of radicals by Saul Alinsky. Let's get under rule le- uh, number eight, class warfare. Yeah. Cause more discontent. Divide the people into wealthy and poor, gay, straight, black, white. It's all part of the agenda, Roy. You know that. And yep. that goes no, along absolutely. with these mass shootings. It's increasing yep. the yep. discontent. It's part of it is part of the liberal agenda. And we can't yep. we it's, can't talk about gun control. We can't talk about poverty. We can't talk about twenty six stupid fucking genders that don't even exist. Um, <laughs> we can't talk about mandated health care. 
uh, how much debt Obama increased until we talk about their realistic template that that came from. You know it's all under rules for radicals. You know what I'm talking about. It's the, I mean, look at look at in Europe. Look at Angela Merkel. She sold out to the NWO. You know it. I know it. Your listeners know it. Canada. Yep. Look at Justin Trudeau. He sold out. Oh, that's fruit you cake. Know what guys I know are God, he's a whack job. And you know, it's all part of this. It's all part of this global push for socialism. And, and until we understand that, then this gun control, the problem with poverty, the open borders, it's not going to have. It's 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 not going to be discussed in the format that's needed because it's all part of a bigger agenda. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're abs- you're absolutely right, and you're right on point, and and, and and you're absolutely right. And the the thing about it, and I say this, and I've said this before so many times on my show, the Democratic Party is no different than it was in the uh, segregation days. They're 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 the ones that originated slavery. They're the ones that originated plantations. They're the ones that are the ones that have always wanted control. The Republican Party Absolutely. are the people that you, you know what I mean. Absolutely. So, so with what the with what the Democrats are doing now with trying to control the health care, trying to control your guns, trying to control every fucking thing you do, it's the same fucking thing as plantations. It's it's the same fucking thing. Same thing, different plantation, brother. <laughs> and, and it's hey, sad. Number, yeah, it's sad. Number four on the eight levels of control. Sololinsky, Sol rules for radicals. Uh, there are eight level, levels of control that must be obtained before you're able to create a socialist state, which is what the left is trying to do to this country. That's a fact. Yes. Level number yes. four. You know what it is? Gun control. There you have it. You there, are you yes. kidding me? Are you kidding me that the sheriff Scott Israel out in Florida? Oh, that fucking that visited, fucking little fucking suspect. What did he visit that house? Twenty nine times. FBI. No, the actual, got, how many? They, no, oh no! Check check this out. They originally now you're you're going to think this is even more ridiculous. The report was 29 times originally, but then they looked again and it was 43 times. <laughs> oh God! I hate to say and this, this, man. <laughs> I hate to say this, America, but you're getting duped. <laughs> Jesus, you're getting duped, man. You're getting hoodwinked, America. Part of and I get, you know, I get liberal. I got liberal. I got liberals that listen to the show sometimes, and people that write hate hate shit to me to my messenger and whatever. But you know, I don't. I like you know. It's it's funny. It's funny because there's there's skewed view of reality. You know, it's not my fault that they live in the clouds, fantasy land. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm disgusted with my own Republican Party. I hate it. Oh, me too. I don't even me align too. with it. I'm only. I'm only a registered Republican, so I could vote for Trump. That's the only reason I registered Republican at this point. Exactly. You've got to look at some things going on. Roy, listen. Yep. When we're talking about deep state, I want you to I want your listeners to think about this. When you're lo- you're talking about the left, you're talking about names like Obama, Hillary Clinton, 
And then he started getting into some really ugly mouthpieces like Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, oh, no. you know, Chuck Schumer. And, and you go back into Schumer. the Harry You know, go back into the Harry Reid days. Okay, let me explain yeah. something about these names I just listed off. They're yeah. all millionaires. Do you know why? It isn't Is because of their salary. It's not because of their salary. They pocket all the money it's and make because their of lobbyists, Rory. Yep. Let, let me yep. let me list off some of the top lobbyists and see if this starts connecting with your listeners. Obviously, at the top, we've got the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Tom Cass, tell me what Apple, the next four, Amazon. Hey, tell me what the next four lobbyists, top lobbyists, have in common. Blue Cross Blue Shield, American Hospital Association, Pharma Research Corporation. American Medical Association. What do they have oh, in common? The, it it all pharma, makes sense. Big, yep. Big Pharma. Yep. Now let's go back to Saul Alinsky. How to create a socialist state. The eight levels of control that must be obtained before you're able to create a socialist. The first is the most important. Number one, you know what it is? Health care. Control health care and you control the people. Now, I'm not trying yep. to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy it's true. theorist. You're, I'm you're a realist. telling the truth. I'm just, you're telling I'm the just truth. telling you what's going on. The top yeah. five, four of the top five top lobbyists are in the medical field. And that's why Obama, Clinton, Waters, Pelosi, Schumer, and all the rhinos on the, you know, we've got the deep state rhinos in our party. And look at, they're all at the top, the Lindsey Grahams the Mitch McConnells, the Paul Ryans, the disgusting, treasonous John McCain. I hope I didn't offend anybody out there, but I'll say it again. He's a traitor. Fuck him. Everyone knows it. Fuck. And you know I what hope, they all I hope that You know what McConnell, Graham, Ryan, and McCain all have with those other liberals I just listed? They're all millionaires, too. Are oh, we, yeah. Are we starting yep. to paint a picture? There you go. I mean, let's let's not forget... McCain has been crooked for several years. I mean, to go back to the past <laughs> several, um, several decades, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to correct you on your own show. He's been crooked since Vietnam, and we all know what we're talking about. And the tax and loan. You remember the tax and loan scandal? <laughs> yeah, we all do in AZ. I mean, he was involved with that. He was involved with Vietnam. He got pardoned. I mean, there's so many. There's all the. There's so many. He's a traitor, and he's a fuck. He's not a war hero. He really is not a war hero. Trump was right. Well, look what the first thing he did. What was the first thing he did? He was the vote that prevented Trump from repealing Obamacare. It was it was McCain's vote. Yep, McCain. And he campaigned. He ran on repealing Obamacare, and then when it came time to put, you know what I mean. The rubber to the yeah. road. He voted against it. What? Yep. I mean, there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, Rory. What do you think about Jeff Sessions these days? Well, I was going to talk to you about that too. Um, it, I mean, he he needs to go. I mean, he really does. And I've been saying this for months. I don't like the guy. I I really cannot. I really cannot stand him. I don't. I think he's as wimpy as they get. And I think he's working for the other team. I don't think I don't think he's on the America First 
I think he's establishment, and I think they're – I don't know why he doesn't have investigations launched into Hillary. I don't know why he's not dealing with the FISA memo. I don't know why he's not dealing with – I mean, there's so many things that he should – it's ridiculous. It, I mean, what, what, what does it take? I want a guy like Rudy Giuliani in there. I want a tough New Yorker. I, ne- I want a netter guy like Trump in there just, just shitting down people's necks. That's what you need. Man, I would love to see Rudy in there, brother. How awesome would that yes. be? Hey, listen, that's man, who we've we got need. a lot of stuff. We've got a lot of stuff going on. And and, and I'm not a I'm not a scholar when it comes to the judicial process, but I do know a little bit, Rory. And I know that when the evidence is available, that you impanel a grand jury, you submit the evidence, and you indict people. I know that much. Now, we've got people like Debbie Wasserman Soltz and her staffers uh, yeah. already got evidence that they illegally not only obtained and possessed, but transferred confidential information. That's against the law. Where are the indictment sessions? Where's the grand jury it's, sessions? We've got, yeah. we've got Huma Abedin and her pervert child molester husband, Wiener boy, Wiener, Wiener boy. Anthony Weiner. We've got, we've got Weiner without. With, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's a pedophile. Got, uh, he's a pedophile. Yeah, not only is it, not only is a pedophile, but he doesn't got clearance to hold on to classified info. He got that classified info from Huma Abedin. Huma got it from Hillary Clinton. All of those channels of transferring confidential mm-hmm. information were done on unsecured devices. That's all illegal. Where are you, Sessions? Where are the grand juries? Where are the indictments? What the hell's going on? I know. It's, it, I, I can't, I, I, you know, here's the thing. I mean, there, Trump has been, you know, Trump has been obviously upset with him because Trump's been tweeting at him constantly, and Trump has, you know, been been calling him out, saying, "Well, what the fuck's going on? Why aren't you doing your job?" And and there's still there's nothing from Jeff Sessions. No kind of response. No investigations launched. I'm just waiting uh, for the day. Uh, how much longer will Trump wait to fire his ass and replace him? Well, here's what just gonna put out tonight. By TikTok, Fox News TikTok, man. TikTok, <laughs> man. Hey. Sarah Carter, we all know Sarah Carter, Fox News contributor. She's been on top of this with Greg Jarrett, legal analysis and Fox News contributor. They've yep. both, they've both yep. got sources within the DOJ that claim Sessions is in the deputy attorney general's pocket, that he's, he's attorney general name only. He's compromised. He's not running nothing. That just came out tonight. You know, I'll tell you what. Thank God for Chairman Devin Nunez. Thank God for, for Jim Jordan and Matt Gates. Thank, thank God for these guys doing the, the leg work. Because if it wasn't for them and we depended on, on sessions, we'd be in real big trouble right now. Yeah. We've got John, we we've got John Brennan. We've got James Comey. We even got Clapper that have been sent a letter from Nunez talking to them and asking them questions regarding the time frames and exactly what they knew and when they knew regarding the dossier. 
you know, and all the information, and they've got till they've got till tomorrow to respond to that Nunez letter, or Nunez says he's going to subpoena them in front of Congress, put them in front of a congressional congressional hearing, and he's going to grill them. And we're talking big names here. We're talking James Comey. We're talking Clapper. We're talking Brennan. It's just you know, thank God for Devin Nunez, man. Hey, did you hear well, about what well, Trump called? Uh, hey, did you hear uh, Sessions' new nickname today, Rory? Mr. Magoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, no way. Hey, Sessions' new nickname from Trump today came out. It's all over the news. He called him Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it. that is so that oh, is hilarious. So funny, so funny. The nicknames, the nicknames for everybody. It's great, but here, here's the thing: what, what I what I worry about, and what pisses me off, and what should have never happened, Jeff Sessions should have never recused himself uh, from the Russia investigation. That right there was the first red flag, and probably one of the biggest red flags, in my opinion. It was just a dumb fucking thing to do. A dumb fucking thing. This would this wouldn't be a, the disaster it is right now if it wasn't for you know, you know what I mean. Well, I'm I'm going to have to go a step further. It's gone to the point for me, and I do a lot of research on a daily basis. It's gone to the point to where it's it's all intentional to me. It 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 unfolded the way it was supposed to intentionally. He never wanted to be a part of this for. For reasons, and the reason being, and this is what I'm saying, and that you know, you could debate me or you could argue with me, but this is how I feel. I feel he's an establishment shill, and uh, all these deep state people that are in deep, they're all his peers, man. And he's not yeah, they turn own, on them. They, they fucking own. They own. Yeah, I think he's. They they, own him, man. I think he's deaf. They own him. They own him. He's controlled. He's so controlled. And here's the, here's the here's the the worst part about the whole thing. You, did you hear? Did you hear the little fuck wants to come after like innocent marijuana? He wants to come after marijuana people, people that smoke medical marijuana. He wants to go after people like pointless, stupid shit. I mean, it's so dumb the stuff he's focusing on. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Listen, we all know Jeff, we, got about Jeff Sessions. we got some we got bigger fish to fry, man. Look. Let's let the marijuana and all that stuff play itself out. Uh, you know, I know CBD oils are very effective for medicinal purposes. I'd like to see the the pot smoking get a little less medicinal and, and go with the oils that are low on THC, THC that don't cause a mood and mind-altering experiences but provide some medical properties yeah. that are needed for people who are sick. I'm totally behind right. the, the cannabis oils. I'm just not behind yeah. the... The smoking a lot, you know. Like I said, I I'm a recovered addict myself. I've got years and years clean and sober, so I'm not really a big proponent of the smoking pot. But I'm not trying to get into that argument right now. I am I'm in for CBD oils for medicinal purposes. But the reason Jeff's doing all these this stuff, it's all distraction. It's all to make yeah, him look like I he's mean, doing I'm not, something. I'm, I'm not, you know, I you know, I, I like you know pot. The pot thing, I was just kind of giving an, an example of how petty he is. I mean, he's just going after the petty shit that doesn't matter, like stuff that doesn't matter, you know? 
when he could be indicting Hillary Clinton. You know, he could be one of the most famous patriots ever. And he's got all the evidence in front of him. He could go he down in do history. It. And he won't do it. Not going to do it. Nope. And, and there's so much substantiated evidence available right now. Uh, I've got a lot of people talking. You know, they're following QAnon. And they're, they're talking yeah. about this 1,436 hidden indictments, sealed indictments. And you know what? I'm not buying it, man. I think, I don't think, I'm not buying any of that. If the evidence was I available, think... grand juries would have been impaneled and indictments would have already been handed down to lower-level people like like fucking child molester Anthony Weiner. You know, right. I know he's in jail, right. but indict him. Indict Huma Abedin. Indict Debbie Washington Stoltz IT criminals. They're all guilty. The evidence is there. You don't wait. You don't sit on stuff like that. You indict them. And then you know what you do after you indict them? You put them in a closed room and you get them to sing like a bird. And they'll tell you everything you want to know about Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and everybody else involved. That's how you do it. It's true. It's very true. It's very true. And, and you know, I don't think my prediction, I don't think uh, Jeff Sessions is going to last much longer. I think Trump will replace him. I think today was uh, kind of the nail in the coffin. I think after he came out, not only with the tweets, uh, yesterday, but today with the nickname of Mr. Magoo, I think that's the. Uh, I think that's about it, man. I, I think I think yeah. Trump basically saying, with, you know, calling him Mr. Magoo today, you're done. You're done, man. Yep, so true, so true. And the, I, w- I want to talk to you about this. The the Hope Hicks, the Hope Hicks scenario. Uh, you know, oh, I was, was kind of what a what a what a, oh, what a shocker though. What oh, I mean, the, the just the time, the timing for me, the timing right after she gets grilled by the fucking Mueller team, she resigns, and she's been one of the most closest things to Trump. So something's really off here. But the White There's House did say, really wrong. There's something but the really White, wrong I mean, here, man. but not not that this matters. And obviously, we know the White House is going to say positive. But the White House said her resigning had nothing to do with the Mueller meeting. But I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. They said she had other uh, avenues to pursue. And Trump came out and, and tweeted, uh, you know, that he understands that she has other things and options that she likes to get involved with. And he supports it and gave her, a, you know, a great, great, great review on her way out. And she did the same back to him. It was all done on very pleasant terms. But I'll tell you, something stinks, man. Something stinks with this. It really, it and really she was, does. Hey, she was really loved by everybody. She was good at what she does, 29 years old, sharp as a knife, really good advisor for the president, really got in, in there with that uh, communications direction for director position and really just knocked it out of the park, man. Yeah, I had to see her go. But it stinks. That stinks too. There's something fishy well, with that. I don't I can feel it. Everybody feels it. You feel it. There's something not right about that. There's no fucking way. Like why 
Yeah, like like literally, it wasn't even twenty four hours. It was not even. It was not even a full twenty four hours. The, the 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 woman was gone. Yeah. And there's and there's and all these people, different reports. People are really upset, man. And she got grilled for nine hours by Schiff and those dirt bags and. Just like they're doing with, just like Mueller's whole corrupt team, man. They're squeezing everybody. And, and now, they're going to everything. They're going, they're going to ex-boyfriends. They're going to ex-husbands. They're going to go past business records. All these guys, Paul Manafort, you name it. They're squeezing everybody. I think now they're going in to look at Trump's Russia business relations before the son of a bitch even decided to run for president. It's so outside of the parameters of the of the Trump Russia collusion probe that I just it's, it's insane. Where again? Where are you, Jeff Sessions? Where are you? Exactly. There, there's like like we're we're seeing we're seeing such a lack of leadership, and the the fact the fact that okay, so here's what here's what really bothers me. Is you know Hope now they're reporting that Hope Hicks was caught telling a lot of white a lot of white lies and all this different shit and she was like she was caught under oath like there's there's certain things circulating that uh, you know don't sound too good um, but at the same time I mean like 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 what you said about Mueller I think when Mueller starts going too far like. Which he is a little bit right now, but I think there's there's going to be a fucking there's going to be a line where he crosses and he's going to be Mueller's going to be gone. Like there's certain lines I don't believe Mueller will be able to to cross. But I, I mean I understand he already has these a little bit of lines, but I don't think he's going to go to where he really wants to go to the extreme. Well, I'll tell you what, without without you know, Trump without Trump intervening without Trump intervening today, it's getting a little different, because when we're dealing with on-the-record and off-the-record, you know, presentations and stuff, these politicians and and government officials, they speak pretty freely, because people usually aren't leaking evidence and turning people in like they are in the Trump presidency. That's what's happened with, with Hope Hicks. Little white lies they're talking about. Guess what? They're all doing it, Rory. You know that. They're just, they're just, yep. and they're nailing her for it. They're making an example of her. Everyone's doing it. They speak freely on and off the record. They're just not used to having a Mueller and a Gestapo under, you know, behind their back turning them in. Exactly. They're they're all they're all fucking yeah. I mean, it's it's all corruption. It really is. It, it's it, the, the, the fact the fact that they. Um, the fact that they're getting away with all of this, it's just, it's, it's very, it's very, I mean, it's upsetting. It really is. Hey, you know what? Hey, President Trump, he's a, he's a baller, man. He's no joke. I mean, they start bringing the pressure on him. You know what he does? He starts putting his agenda on the table. He starts bringing, you know, parents of the, the victims at the Florida shooting, teachers, uh, policemen, congressmen and women. He brings them into the White House, and he has meetings. 
He puts the media there. He gets it out front and center. He knows exactly what he's doing. You see, today he starts talking with all the steel industry, all the steel industries. You know why? Because it's part of his agenda, and he'll be damned if he doesn't get his agenda through and keep making those promises. That's one thing this president's done like I've never seen in my 51 years. This son of a bitch is keeping all his promises, and he's on schedule to do even more than that. He absolutely has. In one year, he's literally fulfilled 70% of his promises in one fucking year. Most presidents go their whole term and can't even uh, uh, successfully achieve 20% of their promises. Trump has done 70% of his promises in one fucking year. Unbelievable. With zero credit, with zero credit, and all you get is fake news every 24 hours a day, this fake news propaganda, this is the kind of shit you see. You know, like, I don't know if you know Joseph Goebbels. He was the propaganda minister for Nazi Germany, okay? His job was to mislead the... And and, and that's the way you create a socialist state. Now, what's the difference between socialism, Marxism, liberalism, progressivism, and communism? Not too damn much. Okay, but this all different levels of control. They're all part of the same just, damn animal, and you know it. Now, it, yep. it's, it's kind of like the liberals today. You know, you know, Vladimir Lenin, he called the masses that he indoctrinated. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he, he titled them useful idiots. You know why he called them useful idiots? Because he manipulated them with lies and propaganda, and he indoctrinated them to believe something that wasn't true so he could control them. And like I said earlier on your show, Rory, it's all about this agenda. It's about the socialist state agenda. And there's bigger players involved when we talked about Germany, Angela Merkel, France, uh, Emmanuel Macron, Canada, Justin Trudeau. And then you go with the Britain, you know, and and Theresa May. They're all in the tank, brother. You know who else is in the tank? Barack Obama. Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and you want to you want me to throw some names out that might maybe upset and maybe surprise a few of your uh, followers? How about Bush? How about Bush? Of course, of course, of course. He's a fa- he's a fake. He's a fake. I was never a fan of him. Nope, New World Order, man. I'm telling you, all a bigger agenda. There's something bigger going on. Trump knows it. And it's, you know, most of his followers, like me and you, we know what's going on. But I'll tell you right. what, Trump's got some thick skin. And all yeah. these fake news, CNN and MSNBCs, they could, they, could, they could lie and spew their propaganda every day. But there's a lot of people, millions in this country that aren't buying it anymore. And I'll tell you what, right now, you're seeing a surge in black Trump supporters. You're seeing a surge in Hispanic Trump supporters. You're seeing a surge in minority Trump supporters to figure it out, Rory. They're starting to figure it out, brother. They absolutely are. And, um, and you know, and now the, there's a, there's polls that are showing majority of teachers want to carry guns for protection, which is needed. We need to have, we need to have armed security in these schools. Absolutely. 
Of course, we're not going to force anybody that doesn't want to take weapons training. We're not going to do it, but there's plenty out there that are already members of the NRA. There's plenty out there right. that are already concealed carries, and they don't have a damn problem with packing on, on the school grounds to keep their kids safe. They love their kids. They want to. Absolutely, yeah. And, and here's the thing. It's going, and, and all, 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 like I said, all it takes is all we need is a few, you know, uh, experienced and well people that know how to use guns, uh, you know, in, in the schools. You know, some experienced teachers that know how to carry that can protect these kids in these crazy, uh, horrific, you know, um, incidences that should never happen. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. No, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody, just like Trump's, no, just like Trump says, and he's absolutely right. Nobody's going to go into a school if they know that the school is armed and they're going to shoot right fucking back. Nope. Just like Trump said, because all these mass shooters, they're all inherently cowards internally. They're not going to go to a yeah. school. They know they have teachers that are armed. They're not going to do it. They're going to go find right. what we call a soft target. And who created these Ab- gun-free zones? You know, you know this was a Joe Biden thing, right? Oh yeah, you know that, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, this oh, was yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, the, that paperwork and legislation was pushed by Joe Biden. These gun-free zones. He knows damn well he's creating soft targets. He knows it. These listen. These liberals aren't stupid. They want you to think think they're stupid. You, you know what I mean? The people who yeah. know know those, those who don't. You know, these liberals and progressives today, they're kind of like the, the useful idiots in the, the Vladimir Lenin days, if you will. And I, I don't mean to disrespect any of your liberal listeners. I just got to state facts, man. And like I said, I'm right. disgusted with my Republican Party. And, and, and for right. all your ba- Democratic yeah. listeners, they all know damn well their party was hijacked after JFK. They know it doesn't exist anymore. Just like oh, our party, the Republican, hey, our Republican Party was hijacked after Ronald Reagan. It doesn't exist anymore either. It's you know it's funny that you mentioned that because I've, I've talked about on my show several times how the Democratic Party hasn't been the Democratic Party since JFK, and, and JFK would be a Republican if he was alive today. So would Martin Luther King. Um, but I I want to I want to um, I wanna, I wanna, Talk to say something about what you just said. Well, 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 you know, Roy, Roy, Martin, Roy, Martin Luther King was a Republican, brother. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that, but he'd also, you know, I, I know that, but he'd also would still be, um, he would all be for Trump today, oh, like a lot of people say. He would rewrite services me to be the king. <laughs> yeah, I met her. Yeah. I met her. She's very sweet. I met her. Very sweet oh, lady. She's awesome. Uh, and yeah, and and great, um, and here here's the thing though, um, uh, gun control doesn't work. Gun free zones are a joke, and it's just it's just for the Democrats. It's about control. That's all it's about, and it, it does no purpose. All it does is make things worse when you put gun control in place. Well, if you really want to, if you really want to prevent mass shootings, 
you're going to have to get serious with the federal government and talk about these HIPAA laws because the yep. FBI, which is a joke these days and part of the deep state, and speaking about JFK, uh, the, the CIA under President, uh, not President Bush, but Director Bush uh, during JFK's yeah. time, yeah. Bush, uh, yeah. Bush Sr. involved the CIA, uh, and today's FBI, they are the protectors and part of the deep state. Your listeners got to know that. When you start opponents of the deep state and who are protecting right. the deep state, everything starts making sense. But today, oh, I know all about. I, I, yeah. There's a there's a lot of amazing law enforcement officers. You know, ninety plus percent percent of these law enforcement, uh, these border patrol agents, these ICE agents, these FBI agents, CIA. But these upper level deep state guys, they're the problem. But here's here's back to the gun control. If you want to limit, and you're never going to end, just being just being a realist, you're never going to end shooting. If that's not even realistic right. to think that. You're never going to end that. Evil ever. will always so exist. Just, evil will always exist. But if you really want to reduce mass shootings and gun violence, then we really got to get past these HIPAA laws, brother. we got to start yep. being able to see what the background of these people that are trying to purchase yep. a rifle, a pistol, pistol a Glock, an M&P9, an AR-15. Yep. we got to know what their history is. Because if they're suffering, suffering from suicidal ideations or schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder, man, they can't own a gun. They just can't right. own a gun. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Those people, those people cannot buy guns, and we need. And that's per, I, You're right. You're absolutely right. The mental health screening would do would do so much better. It would solve so many more problems. Not being allowed right now, Roy. Under the HIPAA laws, that information yep. is not, not allowed to be shown through a background check while purchasing a gun. There is I know. a problem. I know. I know. It's not age. Hey, you know this? Uh, you know this whole thing about increasing the age to 21. Hey, newsflash, America: the average age of a mass shooter is 29. <laughs> Come on, let's talk. Let's. Come on, man. Let's just get real. <laughs> Come on. God damn it. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Exactly. And, and I, Steve, I, um, I don't. Yeah, I, I, you know what? The, the if, if they're gonna raise, they're trying to raise the gun age to 21. It's ridiculous. I mean, then you have to. Then why are you gonna keep the military age at 18? Why are you gonna keep? I, I mean, I think I honestly think, you know. Everything should be 18 because that's when you're a legal adult. I think you should be able to drink at 18. I think you should be able to carry a firearm at 18 like you already can. But I think 18 I, – I think this 21 bullshit, I think for a lot of things it should be uh, completely erased. Hey, you, you, able, you able to vote? Are you able to vote at 18? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, there you go. Hey, exactly. we can send our kids into the military to, to protect our freedoms uh, on the yep. front lines out in Afghanistan. And if they if they could vote, boy, they'd better be able to purchase a pistol when they get back. So true, so true. Hey, Steve, I um I gotta I gotta let you go. Um, we're running. We we have a, a time schedule, but I get you on 
uh, next week. I'm going to get you back on the show. Let's do a follow-up. Hey, thank you, sir. Have a great day. It was great to have you on. Uh, I love chatting with you. Uh, it was excellent, man. Thank you for all the insight, and we'll have you on next week. You got it, brother. Good night. And, and be sure to be sure to share my show. Oh, yeah, we're going to get a bunch of listeners on next week. We'll get a whole bunch of new listeners for you. Okay, perfect, man. And uh, share it on Facebook and everything and social media. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Good night, brother. All right. Pleasure talking to you. Take care. Cheers. Hello. So it was always great. We we got disconnected for a second, folks. Sorry about that. But it was great to have um, – it was great to have uh, Stephen Emery on. A pleasure, uh, the, the leader for Biker for Trump, Bikers for Trump. Awesome guy. Gave us a lot of great insight. Gave us a great interview. Knows a lot of good stuff. Knows knows what he's talking about. Um, it was a pleasure. Um, but guys, I want to get to um, a very important topic. Um, Trump today um, said he's putting a 25% uh, tariff. On um, a 25% tariff on steel and a 10% on aluminum, which is brilliant. This is this is a smart fucking move by Trump. This this is what we need. This and, and this is what this is going to be so lucrative and so amazing for our economy. This is going to be absolutely unbelievable. Our economy is going to skyrocket from this. We are holding other countries accountable like we should be. Countries have been taking advantage for too damn long of us, and now we are, get, we are getting our money back, and we are creating, going to create surpluses and going to just be on top of the fucking world. And it's great fucking news because this, this was something that is another campaign promise fulfilled by President Trump. It's beautiful to watch. Um, you know, the, um, you know, I want to talk about this topic for a second. 94% of women in Hollywood are sexually harassed or sexually abused. 94% of women in Hollywood are sexually harassed or sexually abused. I have a strong feeling on this. I think a lot of these women in Hollywood, majority of them actually, play like they're victims. They're not actually victims. They sucked cock. They fucked. They got ahead. They did what they did. They did what they had to do to be in movies. I strongly agree that a lot of these women women are completely liars and, you know, just need attention. But, but I also believe that small percentage that did get abused without um, consent. And I've said for a long time, and I'll say it again, Hollywood is known for this. It, it's almost like it's expected if you're in that industry. Look how large the number is, 94%. I mean, that, that, that gives it all away. That's basically walking into an industry and you know you're, you're going to get set. You, this is going to happen. You know. You just fucking know. And, yes, a lot of girls uh, bring it on themselves or, or, or want it and then, you know, cry about it after. I mean, there's so many different scenarios. But, you know, that, I didn't think the number was that high, 94%. I mean, that's the whole fucking business. I mean, that, that's unbelievable. This is, 
this is not from some bullshit liberal poll. This is actually from a, a, a an actually uh, um, a reliable poll. Wow, but I, but I, that that's unreal. I mean, I, I get the whole audition process and the casting couch, and you know these girls, uh, you know, that do these things to get ahead. But uh, you know, but the, the, the then then there's then there's the victims. But ninety four percent. I mean, that's that's mind blowing. That that's unbelievable. Fucking believable. Um, we now have manufacturing. It soars at its fastest rate since 2004. It's at its fastest rate since 2004. Can you believe that? Manufacturing in America is actually huge and winning again. I'm going to read you this quick article. This is unbelievable. American manufacturing expanded at the fastest rate since May of 2004, according to the Institute for Supply Management. Timothy Fiore, chairman of ISM's factory survey committee, said all indications are that demand will continue to grow. There are a number of issues going on in here in the supply chain that's pushing things up. The net result is there. Wow. The ISM also reported Thursday that 15 out of 18 manufacturing sector exhibited growth in February, led led notably by printing primary metals and machinery. Wow. This is a fucking amazing. This is huge. This is unbelievable for our economy. President Trump tweeted about it. Our steel and aluminum industries and many others have been decimated by by decades of unfair trade and bad policy with countries from around the world. We must not let our country, companies, and workers be taken advantage of any longer. We want free, fair, and smart trade. Yep. This is great, though. I mean, just every single day. I've told, said this on my show all the time. Every single day, it's a new Trump accomplishment. It's a new Trump. It's a new Trump fulfillment. It's a new Trump. Uh, it's amazing. It's like Christmas every fucking day, waking up. It's unbelievable. Um, there's a lot of gun owner feedback uh, that people are pissed off uh, with Trump shifting and, you know, with, with some of the stuff he said. And obviously, like I said earlier, um, What's really bothering me, and, and I, what I want to talk about, is we have uh, the states uh, protecting illegals. We have states. We have California. The mayor of Oakland uh, is, is trying to protect and, and warn illegals to hide from ICE, not letting the federal government do their job. I mean, it's so anti-American of California. These 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 sick. I mean, this is this is just sickening. It, it's it's it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we can't live in a country that obeys laws and common sense. And 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 you know all these people, uh, you know, have have had all these chances to become legal and they haven't. That's their own fault. There's people that have worked so goddamn hard, like I've said on my show before, to become legal citizens. It's unbelievable. It, it's it's pathetic. Um, so, you know, President Trump made the statement um, the other day that 
he he would go, he would have gone into the school to face the shooter. And a lot of people said, no, he's a fucking pussy, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, a report came out that Trump uh, stopped a guy, a mugging in 1991. This is a report from the New York Daily News. I'm going to read this to you. According to the New York Daily News, report dated November 20th, 1991, when he spotted a big guy with a big bat beating on another guy, Donald Trump told his limousine driver to pull over. Witnesses told the paper that with, with then-girlfriend Marla Maples tugging at his arm to try to stop him, Trump leaped from his black stretch limousine uh, d- during the Manhattan assault. The Manhattan billionaire, who was 45 at the time, told the story from there. The guy with the bat looked at me, and I said, look, you've got to stop this. Put down the bat. I guess he recognized me because he said, Mr. Trump, I didn't do anything wrong, I said. How could you, do, how could you not do anything wrong when you're whacking a guy with a bat, Trump said. Then the guy ran away. Trump added that he saw the mugger deliver five or six good whacks before he put a stop to it. Witnesses' accounts varied. One, one young woman says Trump only got out of his limo only to see what was going on after it had already happened and the mugger was long gone. Another witness, though, backed the Donald's account. All of a sudden, a big, long limousine pulls, pulls up on an angle, and Donald Trump pops out with the blonde to the unnamed witness said. There was, a, there was a guy with a bat hitting a guy over the head, and Trump yelled, put the bat down. What are you doing? The guy dropped the bat, came over, and started talking to him. Trump, who was on his way to Paula Abdul concert, said that he only left the scene when he knew that an ambulance was on the way and saw the victim was being treated by a witness who appeared to be a doctor. At the time, there were no police reports filed about the attack. The reporter, James Rosen, does not disclose how he learned of the incident. Trump said he was surprised, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, I mean, there were, there were enough. Um, Rudy Giuliani confirmed this. That's somebody that did confirm that this did, in fact, happen. Um, but, wow, some... That's impressive. Very impressive. Very, very impressive. So President Trump is no pussy. I absolutely believe 100% President Trump would have gone in that school and faced the shooter. President Trump fears no man. He's about as tough as they get in this life. He really is. And liberals should never, liberals are the biggest pussies. They, they, so they should never even talk. The NRA, the NRA boycott, um, you know, it continues. You've got um, you've got companies, you've got you've got loyal companies like FedEx that are sticking around, which I applaud FedEx for that. But you've got some big companies that have left, um, and it's only going to backfire. People leaving the NRA, boycotting the NRA, it's only going to backfire on them. The NRA is going to win in the end. And like I said on my show before. Uh, you know, the uh, the people leading the NRA and boycotting the NRA are only hurting themselves. This is just helping the NRA, um, which is great, which is absolutely great. The, the NRA uh, saves lives. Remember that, people. The NRA is the real deal. The NRA is, is what, um, you know, America is made of, is made up of. Uh, you know, this is our Second Amendment right. Um. 
so, you know, great. You know, I want to play you this funny fucking clip. And, um, you know, Mark Dyson, we always have him on. And uh, uh, here he is with uh, one of his great uh, weekly videos. One for Puts the fake news in check. Breaking news from CNN, and I'm being 100% serious. This is a real story that they just posted on their website. Russia, Russia, Russia. Donald Trump's early morning tweets reveal his ongoing obsession. Yes, he's the one who's obsessed with Russia. Oh, no, he tweeted out a quote from legal scholar Jonathan Turley saying that he's been skeptical about the collusion and obstruction claims for the last year. I just don't see the evidence. In terms of the collusion, it's all a bit implausible based on the evidence we have. You're the one who's obsessed, Mr. President. It's not like CNN has started every show every night for the last year on the Russians. Good evening. We begin tonight with a major development in the Russia investigation. Good evening. We begin tonight, keeping them honest, with a number of breaking news stories, all having to do with the ongoing investigations into Russia, the campaign, and possible obstruction of justice. Tonight, I'm Don Lemon, and we have big news on the Russia investigation to tell you about. The breaking news is on the Russia investigation. And we're in Washington live tonight with huge and disturbing breaking news on the Russia investigation. Our breaking news tonight is on the Russia investigation. <laughs> Can we kill the music? Because I want people to pay close attention to What's this. What's going I don't on, music. So there's lots of big breaking news tonight on the Russian investigation. There is a lot to get to. We're going to go. Anderson Cooper last night had a seven-person panel talking about the Russian conspiracy theories. Seven different people. I mean, when there's four people sitting around one of these fancy tables in the studio, you know that it's serious. But when there's seven, you know that it's the truth. Let's listen in and see what new evidence they found. This is more than just about collusion. This is about a president who could be incredibly compromised as the president of the United States with foreign entities who will try to manipulate him and perhaps have tried to manipulate him and his family members. We're seeing the reporting about Kushner as well because they could be beholden to them on all of their financial dealings, even if it happened last year or if it happened 15 years ago. By the way, you didn't just fall into a wormhole and go back in time a year. This discussion literally happened last night in February of 2018. They actually pay these people. These are the experts. <laughs> Expert idiots. All right, enough of the Conspiracy News Network. Let's see what's going on over at MSHIV. You know, I realize I forgot. I'm, I'm, I have a cold. I forgot to take my um, cough drop out. I think I'm going to do it right now while you're on camera. I, I'll give you the other ones. Listen, you take your cough drop. Okay. You got it. I'm sorry. Are these just some idiots doing a live stream on Twitch.tv? Or is this actually supposed to be a news network? Oops, I forgot to take my cough drop out here. <laughs> In other news, the Democrats are introducing a bill trying to restore net neutrality, which was recently repealed. Chuck Schumer tweeted out that without net neutrality, when you're trying to stream the Yankees game on your phone and you miss every other pitch because of bad internet connection, who will be to blame? Well, Chuck, maybe you should find a new ISP or pay a few dollars more a month for a better data plan. Oh, it gets even better. Then he tweeted, without net neutrality, when a couple is streaming their favorite Netflix show and it keeps lagging and killing the mood, who will be to blame? What he's talking about here is what the kids today call Netflix and chill, which means that your girlfriend comes over to your house or vice versa and you kick back and watch Netflix. Or some people see it as a euphemism for a booty call. Chuck, what 20-year-old intern is tweeting for you, bro? We need to restore net neutrality to save Netflix and chill. Well, that's pretty much it for now. Go to markdice.com or click the link in the description below to support this channel by giving... 
God, he is the absolute greatest. He is the funniest. He is so smart. He's so on point. He's always he's he's got a, he's got a, Mark Tice. He's 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 the greatest. I want to play this other um, this other video uh, of him real quick. This is great. This is great right here. I'll play the clip in just a moment. Congressman Matt Gates out of Florida did some expert-level trolling yesterday on the floor of the House, introducing a new bill that he hopes will become law. And when you realize what he just did, you will agree that he deserves a gold medal for trolling the liberal lunatics. In the United States of America, cash at a political party should never be convertible to a warrant to spy on American citizens. Correct. Because I expect Republicans and Democrats will both be in power at some point in the future. We should be looking for bipartisan Sorry, guys. I had to that that clip just dropped, um, and uh, I don't know why it's not replaying. Weird. Um, but I have a few more topics I really need to get to. Um, the wall is definitely going to be built. I know that's been a uh, you know a conversation and talk the last couple of days. Um, but the 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 uh, there was an article out that um, you know. It's all confirmed. It's under construction. It's happening. It's official. It's good. California can't block it, can't do anything about it. They were trying to, and they lost the case, California, when they tried to block the wall. And now it's 100% official. The wall is going to get constructions happening, and and this is going to be America first. It's amazing. It's it's a a build. I mean, this is this is this is was Trump's biggest promise and it's happening. It's fucking happening. And it's 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 a sight to fucking see, I'll tell you. It's lovely, lovely. Um uh Trump's new uh twenty twenty campaign manager that he hired, Brad Parskelly, uh is a genius. He's a Silicon Valley genius. Silicon Valley techie genius. And now there's reports that uh, the liberals in Silicon Valley, San Francisco, all the techies, are very worried and envious and scared of this guy because he knows lots of secrets and, and things that, uh, that he, he can uh, you know, use uh, to the advantage uh, of running Trump's campaign and, uh, of, uh, you know, and using uh, strategies uh, within the tech world. Uh, Brad Parskelly has a long long history of, um, you know, being a genius. So Trump hiring him uh, was a perfect move. Um, it's, it's absolutely the, the best strategic, um, you know, thing he could have done at this point. Uh, Parskelly did a great job uh, on Trump's campaign uh, in 2016, and he helped Trump win and was one of the reasons. And, uh, you know, he's always been a very loyal uh, figure to Trump and uh, definitely uh, is definitely one of the smarter people, uh, you know, I've ever seen, you know, in the, in the D.C. Uh, you know, area or, you know, in, in this whole realm of things. Um, so very smart on that end. I talked about uh, Brad Parskelly a little bit on my last show, um, but the, what a hire. What a great hire. Trump was thinking right. Trump, that was perfect. So perfect. Um, yeah, so we're going to – we have a lot to look forward to. We have a lot uh, to be happy about. You know, there is, there is so much 
you know, going on good for America right now uh, that we have never seen before. And that's all thanks to President Trump. He's a miracle worker. He's an amazing man. And, um, you know, even though, uh, you know, I, I, and I, I agree with 99%, 99.9%, of everything he does. Remember that, folks. The way he was shifting on the gun thing yesterday, I wasn't so fond of. I was not so fond of, and I just hope he doesn't go through with that. And I hope, and I, and I, and I think a lot of you uh, feel the same way. Um, so we are closing, closing our show for this evening. I want to thank you, all my listeners, for tuning in. I'm Rory Sodder. This is the Rory Sodder Show. God bless you all. Again, thank you so much. Have a great evening, a great evening everybody. I will see you. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, cheers. Hey guys, thank you for watching the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Cheers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.